I don't have a boat. The water is freezing. We are barely out of the ice chunks floating on the lake stage. So we both say no, thinking that he meant training in a boat on the water in the middle of Kansas. The guys at the table bust out laughing. Welcome to the Paddle Sports Lifestyle, where we invite you to dare to dream and embrace adventure. I'm your host, Kim Peek, and together with my friends, we'll help you discover new horizons and push the limits of what's possible. In season one, I'm gearing up for my biggest challenge yet, the MR340, a grueling 340-mile paddle race along the Missouri River. But before I embark on this epic journey, I'm going to need to learn everything about the world of paddling. Learn along with me so you can find your own epic adventure on the water. Hey, welcome back to the show. If you've been following along sequentially, you know that I am taking on the MR340, which is a 340-mile race along the Missouri River as a relatively new paddler. In the last episode, I had just attended Canacopia and came home with a long list of products that I wanted to purchase. Now, I also have an element of time going on here because the MR340 is the first week of August. Right now, we are in mid-April, so I have just a few months to get ready. And our water is starting to finally get warm enough that we don't need cold weather paddling gear so that we can protect ourselves and be safe because a kayak is going to tip. And I will include a chart somewhere, maybe in the show notes, just to show you, because this is an important safety thing. You have to be careful when you're getting in the water, in cold water, because you don't have long to get yourself out before hypothermia sets in. And you need to be able to swim, get your body out of the water, change clothes, get warmed up. Anyway, it's a whole thing. So time is not on my side here. I knew that I wanted to have all my gear ready to go by the end of April. And so I wanted my gear my boat, so that I could start hitting it hard May 1st. Now, before I tell you about my next hurdle with figuring out how to start this kayaking adventure, let me tell you a little bit more about my trip to Madison in Canacopia. The people in the paddling community are amazing. They are generous with their time and knowledge and are always so eager to help. So while we were in Madison for Canacopia, our group from Kansas City went out to dinner one night. There were some paddlers from St. Louis at a neighboring table. Christy, the Paddle Casey founder, has been around a while, and so she knew all these guys that were at the next table, some of whom were speakers at the event. So we started chatting across the tables, talking about boats. She told the guys that my friend and I were going to do the MR340 and that we needed boats. One of the guys at the table has actually even won the race before, not just finished, not just survived, he won the whole flippin' thing. So he looks at us and he asks, have you started training? Now mind you, it's snowing in Madison and all through Iowa that weekend, and we had to delay our trip by a day so we didn't travel through dangerous conditions. I don't have a boat, the water is freezing, we are barely out of ice chunks floating on the lake stage, so we both say no, thinking that he meant training in a boat on the water in the middle of Kansas. I mean, Are you nuts? Of course, as a newbie, I did not go out on any lakes or rivers this winter. So the guys at the table bust out laughing. Oh, F, you haven't trained? 
that's not going to go over well. We were their entertainment for the night. They start laughing. At this point, though, we realize that they don't mean training on the water. They mean cardio and strength training. And my friend and I didn't bother to correct them. We let them have some fun at our expense. But for the record, we have been training, cycling, rowing, running, strength training. So we are not starting from zero. So that was a fun night, and we made some new paddling friends. Another thing that happened was that I got home realizing this whole adventure was going to cost me two to three times more than what I initially thought. The boat was more expensive. The paddle was more expensive. And I needed a way to carry this stupid boat. All of this was a factor as I wandered the showroom floor, doing the math and trying to convince myself that this was just a small hurdle. Now, another unexpected expense was the Refrax system that I needed to buy. My boat is 54 pounds. I drive a Jeep Grand Cherokee, and I am five feet tall. It's important to me that I can lift and load that kayak myself. That way I can kayak whenever I want or anytime someone wants to head out without waiting around and hoping there's somebody at home or at the drop-off point at the lake to help me. At Canocopia, I stumbled upon the Yakima Showdown system. It allows you to load the boat from the side of the vehicle And then you take the two little handles, and it's kind of like doing an overhead press, that top part. So you do this overhead press, and at the top of that press, the boat rolls onto the roof. Now, in Madison, I was able to test this out on a vehicle. I did it myself. I felt so empowered knowing that this was the solution to my problem. Now, there's another brand that I looked at, the Thule brand, that has a similar system. And I'm told it has more assist than the Showdown. It has a hydraulic system. However, being budget conscious, I chose the Yakima Showdown. I spent $1,100 for this Refrex system with the Showdown. And when I priced the Thule option for my vehicle, it was an additional $500. So there you're looking at $1,600 for my vehicle or getting close to the cost of a boat. So I'm hoping that I don't live to regret not spending the other $500 in the sake of being independent. And so trying to be independent, I researched the specs and the parts, and I double-checked with the manufacturer. I wanted to make sure that I had all of the right parts so that I could go to REI and order it. But there's a whole bunch of different pieces, and it's kind of complicated. So I double-check with the manufacturer. I take their email. I go to REI and I talk to one of their salespeople. You know, they sell these at REI, but they don't have them in stock. It's not like this is an everyday thing that they deal with. So I go and I talk to the people and they help me and they double check my my items and they place my order for me. And they also offer installation, which was why I chose to get it through REI because I also needed somebody to help me install it. So it takes about a week to arrive. It gets there. And they installed the roof rack and the crossbars and the showdown, all of it within an hour. So everything is super, super awesome. Now, in the meantime, I have ordered a kayak. And that kayak is set to arrive in just two days. And I leave REI completely giddy, almost in tears, because I'm feeling like this big adventure is a big part of the next chapter of my life. And this new chapter is finally starting. I have my roof rack. I'm about to get my boat. I see my big goal for the summer and life is good. So in the next episode, I'm going to tell you about my kayak, loading it up, and taking it home. 
Of course, we've got more drama because I have short people problems. I'll catch you next time. Make life an epic adventure. There will never be a better time than now to discover what you're truly capable of. So go ahead, take that first step, even if it feels scary. Do it anyway. Thank you for listening to the Palo Sports Lifestyle. If you enjoyed this show, please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and review. See you on the water.